Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. advised with Monty and Allie. Well, we've actually decided that our new name is going to be Frank and Ernest. Yes. <laughs> I'm Frank. Frank. Okay. You're I'm Ernest. Ernest. <laughs> <laughs> Ernie for short. Uh, that's right. <laughs> and no, these are not uh, trans fluid uh, personal pronouns. Oh, goodness. No, it's <laughs> no, too early. It is way too early. <laughs> okay, so we're talking about standards today. What is a standard? A standard is a criterion, gauge, yardstick. It's a touchstone. Um, trying to think of other. Uh, it is a well, according to Miriam, it is. It could be the flag. Raise your standard, which is the flag of the United. Any any flag, but you know, in that standard, whenever we raise the flag of the United States of America, what that says, and you can ask the protesters in Hong Kong seeking their justice and liberation, is it says liberty. It says liberty and justice for all. It doesn't have to have it sewn into the flag with words. You look at the flag and that's what it represents. The standard that the flag represents is going to always equal liberation in the minds of folks who are oppressed. So as it relates to personal lives, okay. No, that's actually really interesting because if you think about it, there is so much freedom in actually knowing what the standards are. Amen. Right. And that standard of freedom is 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 the touchstone, the bedrock, the plumb line of the freedom of the United States is the Constitution. That is the criterion by which we live. Mm -hmm. That that is that is the ultimate plumb line for this country. Now, that is why you why I think you see so much upheaval in our relationship to one another as a nation is because you have some people who no longer want to adhere to that as criteria. They don't want to uh, accept that that is our bedrock. It does not serve them uh, in that capacity individually or as a party or whatever. So you've got the other half of the country who's like, well, wait a minute. This is this is clearly what our bedrock is and what the standard is. And so, you know, a lot of you are struggling in your personal relationships because a standard may or may not have ever been set. And if it was set, someone's trying to move the goalposts. Someone's trying to change the standard by which they want to relate with you. So we're going to talk about standards today mm-hmm. because you've had some experience lately in your own life where, you know, we were just talking on the way in about how at 21 you didn't even realize there was a standard to have. Yeah. Like there was just no like there was no concept of personal standards. Um, 
relational standards like it just well that's not entirely true I mean you weren't going to put up with somebody who was being overtly abusive now you no. did find yourself in a relationship that was very overtly yeah it yeah. was toxic it was insidiously abusive like it was very undercurrent. but not physical no, right no. It, it it was not yeah it wasn't what your typical idea of abuse is mm -hmm. and what I think what you realize through that and and I and I drive this home with you because it's important for us to take responsibility for what we allowed the standard to be. And you've done that, and you've done mm -hmm. that very well, especially at the ripe old age of 23. You have worked through a lot on your own, not only with counseling, but you're also, and with me, yeah. but you're a very thoughtful person. I mean, you have to understand where the decisions come from. And I definitely took responsibility for the choices that I made, um, and but I also had to become aware of how I would have ended up in that circumstance to begin with. Right. I had to understand where the standards weren't set or what my lack of understandings of, of standards was like. Right. I, I didn't I really didn't know what that meant. And I, I didn't know what that meant to stand steadfast in them in mm -hmm. the face of someone bucking up against them. Right. Like what if someone doesn't want to meet my standards? Yeah. Then what? Well, so this kind of reminds me of scripture when it talks about. There wasn't sin until someone drew a line in the sand to say, this is sin. Mm -hmm. This is the this is the standard by which I am commanding you to live because anything short of this is going to lead to this, 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 and this. Okay, either by universal standards or just, you know, gravitational pulls, whatever. You know, it is it is what it is. So if you do this, it's going to incite this. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so now there's a line drawn in the sand where humans can look and go, oh, okay, here's the standard. Many of us don't want to accept the fact that this kind Country really was birthed and still rooted in Judeo-Christian principles. You can look at our laws, things on the books, bankruptcy laws, seven years go back, you know, look in uh, the Old Testament and uh, and things were wiped out every seven years, you know, and you were actually forgiven. It didn't stay on your credit report, by the way, Equifax. If so, only, Sally Mae. <laughs> if so, only, student loan I debt. Know, right? <laughs> so, if yeah, only countrywide. Refer to the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> Wall Street, but, right? <laughs> so, but so the but the standard was set. So this goes like all the way back to what we need as humans is we need our little playpen always to tell our us our guideposts are very very important. But we also live in a day and age in this country, particularly where people want to keep moving the goalposts, and so and but again, they want them. That's absolutely, the, that's the caveat. They want to move them. They want to adjust them, but they don't want to come out of the safety of the pin. Right. We want the rules. We want the guidelines. That's why people are flocking back to religion. Yeah. Many different religions. Oh, well, I, hello. And Catholicism. One of my, on one the of rise. My, one of my podcasts just this past week was about exactly that. Mm -hmm. You know, the more loose we get and lewd we get. And your generation particularly is like, okay, this sucks. We don't like this. Like, we want some parameters. Okay. Yeah. So personal parameters, very important. So yes. you have recently discovered that, that one of your... Not one of them, but your primary bedrock now for setting a standard is a particular scripture. Yes, and that scripture would be 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. Um, and it a lot of us know what it is, even if you're not Christian. It's what love is. Love mm -hmm. is patient. Love is kind. Love mm -hmm. is not selfish. Love is 
not puffed uh, up. Puffed up. Mm-hmm. It is um, endures all things. Exactly. It's com- it's compassionate. It's yeah. uh, it does not dishonor. All of these different things you can actually read the scripture or not, but it's what love is. Mm-hmm. And you hear it in wedding vows. You see it in rom coms, and it never really clicked for me in that it could actually be a standard, a standard, okay. and that it should be. A standard. So you're you find yourself in a new relationship, mm-hmm. and this is now your standard. It is. It's our standard. It's your lens by which you're looking. You're looking at your relationship through this lens. Now. Yeah, okay. and I'm looking at myself too. Okay, because that's the biggest part. Is that you know I have to because be... you can only control you exactly. I can't <laughs> right. control the other person, but right. it's like if I want this other person to look like that then I want to look like that for this other person. I want to model these standards in my relationship and I want and I want my partner to model these standards in this relationship so then our relationship models these standards. Right. It can't be one or the other. So what does that look like? Because we were talking on the way in about how a lot of people, um, a lot, and this is a huge pet peeve of mine, they just kind of goad each other like publicly, mm. right? And so, mm-hmm. and, 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 and you know where that comes from? Not having respect uh, well it comes from not having an understood and agreed upon equitable standard Mm. that's what and so one person is expecting that's why men always say you know we're not we're not mind readers tell us what you need tell us what you want well for some people we have told you what we need and what we want and whenever you fail Mm. to meet that standard okay instead of because this is another thing i've covered with men on my show um there's a real propensity to go inward and retreat on the part of the man because he doesn't really want to fail the woman. Yeah. And so whenever you can't seem to meet the standard for whatever reason, uh, you retreat and you leave the woman standing there. You know, I can't tell you how many times I've used the analogy in my own personal romantic life that I showed up on the playground and we're playing and everybody's having fun and then all of a sudden, you know, you accidentally threw dirt in my face. <laughs> and I was like, ow, that really hurts. You know, can you help? And you got upset with yourself and you left me standing there on the playground by myself with tears in my eyes, dirt in my face and mm-hmm. like my hands and my heart. And that's so powerful. And that that strikes up in, um, another kind of antidote I'm reading uh, the book, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From <laughs> Venus, finally. And I've only made it in the first chapter, but one of the first powerful images that the author painted was um, when him and his wife were new parents. And mm-hmm. she had had a really hard day. It was a rough uh, pregnancy. They weren't sleeping. He came from came home from work, and she just kind of went off. Mm-hmm. And his instinct, which it had been in his first marriage and in this one, was to leave. And as right. he's walking towards the door, she looks at him, and she's like, stop. Please don't leave. I just need you to come here and hold me. You don't have to say anything. You Mm -hmm. don't have to do anything. I just need you to hold me. And I was like, and men are like, I can do that. Yeah, and that's in in that. But again, it's she clearly communicated the standard, standard. Mm -hmm. and then he was willing to meet it. But he didn't even know what the standard was. He thought that she wanted him to come in and save the day and do right. all of these things. And, and when he failed and yeah. his cape fell off at and the door. Yeah, he's yeah. like, oh no, I'm like Clark Kent again. I have to go <laughs> like not be here. But yeah. all she wanted was him to just come and hold her. 
Right. And so the so standard. Simple. So standard. So then that's set. So then mm-hmm. there's so there's a very clear. Hey, when this happens, this is what I need from you. This is what I need you to do. Yeah. And that goes back to the the love. It, it goes. Does. It goes back to the first Corinthians. You know that it's not puffed up. And mm-hmm. so she could have been like, okay, fine, leave. Yeah. Right. Like the song we were just listening to at the opening of the show. You know, it's like, I'm looking fine as hell. I'm gonna throw my hair back and mm-hmm. you know, throw my, I'm like, all this attitudinal crap. You know, that women they think they live by, but then you sit around and you're like, uh huh. And that's why you are broken. You are lonely as hell, and you cannot find anybody that will stay with you longer than ten seconds because either your standards mm-hmm. are so ridiculous because you can't even live up to your own standards, mm-hmm. or you don't know what they are and they're not rooted in sobriety and in love. Okay, you're serving the tea today. Okay. Serving it hot. Give me a biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> ready Need some for honey. y'all. <laughs> ready. All right, there's more where that came from. We got biscottis and biscuits and stuff. <laughs> Them's your people. Piping hot tea. <laughs> yeah, those are my people. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're bringing the chicken biscuits when we come back. So stay with us. Monica and Allie. Okay, so we're talking about standards. Yes. This is Monty and Allie, parental guidance advice. Frank and Ernest. Frank and Ernest. I'm Frank. I'm Ernest. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about standards, all right? And we went through the national standard, what the flag means. Now, I want to wrap this up with the standard of, you know, loving each other. We were talking about 1 Corinthians 13. And even if, even if you're not a Christian, you've heard it. Yeah, you could, love you've is been to patient. A love is kind. kind. Yeah, yeah. it's not boast. It's not puffed up. And you're looking at the it, bride and groom like, are you sure? <laughs> this will never These are your vows? <laughs> Right. So and it's hard. Listen, that's why you ain't going to make it without somebody up at the top of your triangle. That's something else you're going to learn in that Venetian book is that he's like, we keep trying to communicate along this line of the man over here, the woman over here. But this relationship, it should be a triangle if you want it to succeed, because if you're counting on the other person to be able to fulfill everything, read your mind, get it all right, mm-hmm. lived strictly by the standard of First Corinthians 13. Good luck. But here's one standard that I definitely want to leave people with yes. today. We were talking about goading. Um, and just, y'all, yeah, y'all like, know what that is. It's bitterness. Mm-hmm. You poke fun at the person that you're with or you mm-hmm. love. Uh, you begin to criticize them publicly because mm-hmm. you're bitter because they're not meeting a standard. Yep. And that is nasty, y'all. It is, it is. not cute. It's not mm-hmm. fun. It makes everyone else uncomfortable oh, yeah. around you as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. And it and it's just not it's not loving. It's right. not life giving. It's not gonna change anything. And I made I made that standard clear like initially with my boyfriend. I'm like, look, <laughs> mm-hmm. if you have some if there's something wrong, I want you to talk to me. But I don't do this poking in front of the passive aggressive. Yeah, I don't do that. I don't like I'm not I don't want to speak anything about you other than life, whether you're with me or not with me, with people with other people. That's good. So because I love you and I care for you. So I'm not going to speak bad about you. I'm not going to poke fun at you. And I don't want you to do the same to me. I don't appreciate it. Yeah, I'm very uncomfortable. And I get so uncomfortable. I'll call someone out who's Mm -hmm. doing that. If someone's in my presence and you're talking smack about your man, I absolutely will. Mm -hmm. I'm like, so here's the deal. We are not here to be your uh, ringside, you know, participants. And if you guys have problems, you need to take that mess home. I don't hang out with women who are not happily married. Mm. And and listen, that doesn't mean that I think everything's rosy. You know, I'm, I lead a small group from Buckhead Church. You know, we get together and talk about stuff because stuff happens. Relationships are messy, first of all. Can we just can we just allow that to be another part of the plumb line? relationships can be messy, Mm -hmm. but there is a standard by which you can live to navigate through 
the mess, right? Yes. All right. Exhale. Exhale. That's right. Inhale. Exhale. Okay, until next time, Frank and Ernest. Monty and Allie. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.